This is the APQC podcast, where we bring businesses the information they need to work smarter, faster, and with greater confidence. I am Michael Capelli, Research Specialist in Human Capital Management, and today I am joined by Alyssa Tucker, APQC's Program Manager in Human Capital Management. Hello, Alyssa. How are you today? I'm great. How are you, Michael? Good, good, and thank you for taking time to speak with everyone today about a very popular topic, and that topic today is leadership. Um, leadership is always something that uh, everyone's willing to learn about and claims to know about, so maybe we can uh, hopefully get some facts from fiction here today. That sounds great. All right, excellent. And go ahead and get started. Um, so, Alyssa, what would you say is the difference between leadership and management? Maybe that's two topics that are sometimes confused by people as being the same thing? I think they frequently are confused and uh, often the, the terms leadership and management are, are used interchangeably, but um, it is important um, to, to step back and realize that they are really two uh, distinct uh, things. Um, I happen to like um, some definitions that are um, provided by leadership expert John P. Cotter. I think he sums up the differences in a very succinct way that I think is very easy to understand. Um, I found these definitions I'm going to share with you, Michael, in one of his Harvard Business Review articles. Um, and so I'm going to quote him here. Um, he talks about management being a set of well-known processes like planning, budgeting, structuring jobs, staffing jobs, measuring performance and problem solving. Um, these are things that help an organization to predictably do what it knows how to do well. That's his definition of ma management. And then he writes that leadership is about vision, about people buying in, about empowerment, and most of all, about producing useful change. Leadership is not about attributes, it's about behavior. And I think that last piece is so important. Um, it's, it's about behavior. All right, well, thank you for clearing that up for us. Uh, another sort of item around leadership that's become popular, but it may not be true, is what is your opinion of the, the natural-born leaders? Is that a myth? Is that a real thing? Well, I think if we look at leadership as being about a set of behaviors as opposed to a set of attributes, then the idea of natural-born leaders is really more of a myth than, than reality because new behaviors can be practiced and they can eventually um, become ingrained. So I think that anybody can learn to lead. Uh, doing so might be easier for some people than others, but I really think that having a goal of becoming an effective leader is realistic for, for anyone uh, to, to work towards. So I would vote on the side of natural-born leader being more a, of a myth than reality. So you mentioned twice now that leadership involves more behaviors than attributes. What what are some some behaviors or qualities that exist within all leaders, or that they should they should all strive for? Sure, I, I do think that there are some you know what I would maybe call core leadership behaviors that are just as essential for getting other people to change and take responsibility and take action, uh, the kinds of things that, that Cotter said leadership is all about. Um, so some examples of these core leadership behaviors, one, and I think this is so fundamental, is to act with em empathy. 
So really being able to look at the world from someone else's point of view and then using these perspectives to inform the decisions you make and, and the actions you take. And then upon that, I think another really important core leadership behavior is to trust others. Uh, here I'd say trust people until they've given you a reason not uh, to, to trust them. So give people the benefit of the doubt um, unless that you have a very strong reason based on experience, you know, not to uh, or based on evidence. Uh, another important uh, core leadership behavior is to have a vision. So to be able to set a broad direction that can guide uh, the actions of others, that others can organize uh, and act around. And then the next one is, is super important, which is communication. And here, there are really two um, pieces to this. One is, you know, a leader needs to share information share both you know what as well as the why behind the message that is is being shared and then the second piece is the leader needs to be able to listen to others and to ask questions and to show interest and and show that you've understood what you what you've heard so you know being able to repeat back what you've heard and and clarify um understanding and meaning is is a really important uh leadership behavior uh, another one is learning so leaders really need to be able to seek new information so that they can constantly be updating, you know, their vision. We talk, I talked about having a vision being an important leadership behavior, um, but this vision needs to be kept current. So as a leader, to do this, you need to be constantly seeking new information, new perspectives, and, and constantly learning. And this can be, you know, used to support you in how you communicate about your vision uh, with others. Uh, another uh, important leadership behavior is to to be an example, to set an example, to you know really consciously set out to be a role model and to make sure you're acting in accordance with the things that you're communicating, the things that you're saying to others, and and doing your own part uh, to support uh, the vision that that you have put put out there. Uh, then another one is is to be accountable. I think leaders need to be able to hold themselves accountable as well as be able uh, to hold other people accountable uh, to the vision um, and to, in general, to the commitments um, that we make to, to each other. And then there's one more that, that I'll share, Michael, and I think this one is, is super important, and it's to express gratitude. It's really important for leaders uh, to thank others uh, for their contributions and to recognize um, not just success that others have, but also the effort that, that others are, are putting in there. And I think this last one is, is super important um, in order to you know, sustain um, the ability to continue to be a leader. Um, I think without expressing gratitude, um, being able to act as a leader over the long term effectively um, is really would really be under undermined. So those are some core leadership behaviors that I think, regardless of of the situation, regardless of the individual, I think those are important behaviors for leaders to hone and and practice and and use regularly. That sounds like uh, very important items. Uh, for, and so. Um, Moving on, we, we talked about leadership behavior, but there's also uh, this notion of leadership style. Um, you, do you find that one method outweighs another in, in more situations? Is there a better way to, to apply all those behavioral uh, qualities that you just listed? 
Well, Michael, I think leadership style is an interesting um, an interesting topic. Um, I I used to really think that um, leadership style um, should vary according to the situation, um, and so I really thought, you know, in some situations, taking a more kind of command and control authoritative leadership approach would be most effective. So to give you an example, you know, I I would think that I used to think that in a more mature, highly regulated industry that having that type of command and control um, approach would, would be most most effective. Uh, in contrast, I thought that um, when we're talking about high growth, fast changing industries, so perhaps we think about um, emerging technology companies, um, I used to think that a more dynamic leadership approach uh, would would be best uh, in terms of leadership style. And, and then at APQC, we conducted uh, two different uh, leadership studies, one called the Leadership Deficit and the other called uh, traditional versus dynamic leadership, where we really were exploring um, those different leadership styles. And the results of the research uh, showed that really situation doesn't necessarily dictate leadership style. So my thinking was really disproven. Um, the results of the study in instead really showed that organizations today, regardless of the situation, so you know, regardless of their industry, their level of maturity, their level of financial success. Um, we found that organizations today benefit from having uh, a dynamic leadership style. And this is a leadership style where you know leadership is distributed in the organization. It's fluid, so it, it changes. Um, and it's changing based on expertise as opposed to you know where your your position is in, in in an organizational, you know, chart or hierarchy. Uh, so for me, you know, the the end result of all this research is, you know, really saying that the situation doesn't necessarily dictate leadership style, um, but the situation might dictate who sh who should lead. And in the case of dynamic leadership, um, that it's really someone who is closest to the issue that is at hand and who has availability and who has the, the right network to make effective decisions, that's, that's who should, should lead. And for those who may be new to that position, new to a leadership role, um, because they, their situations have, have dictated that they should be in that, uh, that position, what would you suggest to, to people who are, who are new to leadership? Sure, and I think we can be open-minded too in terms of this question, in terms of um, you know what we consider to be a leadership position or a leadership role. It really doesn't have to be something that's officially officially designated. You know, you don't need to be you know have the title of a leader on the organization chart. I, I think um, we can provide some advice for anybody um, and how they um, can take more of a, a leadership role wherever they, they sit um, within an organization. Really, um, what the APQC leadership research showed to me is that really anyone not only can be a leader, but everyone really should be prepared um, to act as a leader, to, to exhibit those leadership behaviors that we talked about um, when they are the individual who's, who's best suited to, to lead given their expertise, as I said, their relationships, their availability. Um, so let's talk about some things that really anybody can do um, to develop um, their, their leadership um, capabilities. Uh, a great first step, I think, is 
to reflect on your experiences with being led and think about you know those who've led you in the past what did they do that motivated you and and maybe even more importantly what did they do that you found demotivating and so this reflection really can go a long way in in helping you determine um, the specific leadership behaviors that you really want to focus on on developing. Uh, another important uh, early step for developing you know leadership capabilities is to to learn, to really learn and explore what are considered leadership best practices. And there's so many ways you can do this. You can read books and articles, you can take a class. It, the method you use is, is less important. Uh, important than really finding ways to learn about and explore um, what has been found in the past to be uh, true about effective leadership behaviors. And then I would suggest trying out, picking one or two of these leadership behaviors, you know, to try out. Set a goal, you know, to practice this behavior until it becomes more comfortable, until it becomes uh, second nature. And when you're doing this, um, seek the feedback of, of others. Um, you know, ask for feedback on, on how well you are doing in, in demonstrating the particular behaviors that, that you set um, a goal to achieve. And, and even more broadly, uh, I think it's very useful to be asking for feedback from others just in general. What do they find um, to be motivating leadership behaviors? And what do they find to be motivating or demotivating leadership behaviors? Because while it's important to reflect on your own experiences with, with leaders, um, it's important to get the viewpoints of others who may feel differently because ultimately, uh, as a leader, you need to be able to communicate with and work with a, a wide variety of people uh, to be uh, effective. And then really a, a last piece uh, of advice for someone you know just trying to get started with, with leadership um, development is to you know, seek out the advice of experienced uh, leaders. So, you might seek out a leadership mentor who can, can coach you in developing those core leadership behaviors that we talked about. Um, that's not possible. Uh, you might find a leader um, that you want to emulate and really just go about you know, observing. How are they operating? What approaches are they using? And, and are there some approaches that they're using that, that you can try out um, in practice? And, and if you're so lucky as to be able to you know, have a, a leadership mentor or coach more formally, someone who agrees to, to help you in this way, I think it's really important to, to start a two-way dialogue and, and find out you know, from their, you know, their experience, are, are the leadership um, behaviors and skills that they've always practiced, are those still working? Do they find some of them less effective? I think having an, an open dialogue about what's effective today uh, for leadership, a two-way dialogue between the mentor and mentee can be most most insightful. Um, so those are some steps, Michael, that, that I think um, would be a great way to, you know, not necessarily have to spend a lot of money or time, but to, to start learning uh, about how to, to lead. Well, thank you, Alyssa, for, for sharing that. And uh, I found it very insightful. And I hope our, anyone who, who hears about this stuff or reads about leadership will as well. Uh, so thank you again for, for taking time to, to speak with us on leadership today. My pleasure. This has been the APQC podcast, bringing businesses the information they need to work smarter, faster, and with greater confidence. You can find more at apqc.org, and don't forget to find us on iTunes as well. And thank you for joining us. <laughs>